Hi, thanks for tuning in to Expressing Motherhood. This is Lindsay Cavett. Ooh, I just had to redo this introduction because I seem to be doing a lot of heavy breathing on the last one. I'm not a professional, but I'm just getting it done. It's extremely dry here in Los Angeles due to the fires. So uh, I am without moisture, as is most everybody else here in L.A. Anyway, maybe that's why I'm heavy breathing. So... Thank you for joining this podcast. You're about to listen to Claudine Cooper. And Claudine was um, in our show the last three shows of last week. The show has been sold out and so well received that I I extended it for one more date the Sunday um, at 4 o'clock, which is great for the West Side people in Los Angeles because it takes them about an hour and a half to get to the theater, no joke. Claudine is an L.A.-based fitness professional and community health advocate. Her high-intensity fitness classes are one part boot camp, one part sermon, and one part party. And I saw on Instagram that Claudine did the show last night and got up and did her class this morning. So go Claudine. I am still in my sweatpants. Anyways, um, it says that she weaves in snippets about her herring experiences during the classes growing up in Minneapolis and her current roles as mom, wife of not wife of three, excuse me, mom of three, wife, and fitness professional. In her memoir, 25 to Life, she chronicles visiting her father in prison during her early childhood, suffering from depression as a teenager, getting caught up in street life, and how her mom's VHS workout tapes helped save her from an unhealthy lifestyle. I just bought the memoir. It's on Amazon. Her authenticity can be felt through her online presence and social media posts, and I totally agree with that. I've met her in person, and her vibe on Instagram totally is in alignment with um, her in real life. So she's a joy to have on the show. And without further ado, here is Claudine Cooper in Expressing Motherhood. No pressure or anything. All the little girls were dolled up with their perfect little braids and their perfect little satin ribbons. They even had these small quinceanera dresses, you know, the ones you can get from the swap meet. Don't act like you don't know about the swap meet. (laughs) (laughs) It was school picture day, and in public school, school picture day is a national holiday. (laughs) That is when we, the parents, show off our chops. How well can you braid? How dolled up can you get your child? Well, my daughter, she came downstairs wearing her brother's suit and tie. But I didn't trip because I've been here before. And when that same little girl, you want to get that? And when that same little girl asked me if she could cut off her blondish, brownish, curly locks, I didn't even trip. I just made an appointment with Kiana. You guys know Kiana? She is the curly hair cutting expert. She's in Studio City, so we drive all the way from Inglewood to Studio City. And when my daughter sat in Kiana's chair... Kiana looked at me, mother to mother, and she said, Claudine, is it cool? And I said, it's cool. 
And as those curls drop to the floor, I shed a tear. Not for the hair, of course. For all the money I've spent on curly hair products over the years. (laughs) I was like, hell, we could have cut this hair off a whole long time ago. Save me some money. But anyways... One night we were at dinner, and that same little girl who wore the suit and tie and got all her hair cut off was asking about the difference between safe sex and unsafe sex. So over vegan tacos, my husband and I are explaining the importance of condoms. You don't talk about sex over dinner? Well, we talk about everything in our house. And that same little girl said, Mom, it sounds to me like the safest sex is the sex between two women. Let me tell you, I was right there like, well, she is right. (laughs) She's funny, y'all. She's funny. She's witty. She's smart. Her timing is just impeccable. And she's big. Not in size, not in stature, but she's big. Her personality is huge. And I don't want to make her feel small because I've been here before. You know, I had a baby when I was 12 years old. No, I didn't actually give birth to him. Relax. (laughs) My mother did, but she needed me. And so I stepped up and I diapered the baby and I fed the baby and I bathed the baby and I slept with the baby and I walked the baby and I taught the baby how to talk and even how to go to the bathroom. And when that baby got to be about five years old, he discovered an old record collection in our family basement. Tina Marie, Prince, Michael Jackson. But his favorite was Aretha Franklin. R-E-S-B-E-C-T. He would grab my hands, and we would dance around the room. And there were people who tried to shove that boy into a small box, the box where boys act like boys and girls don't wear short hair. But my brother was huge. He was was bigger than big, and... Actually, you guys, he should be up here right now performing. I shouldn't even be here. He should be here. But people tried to shove him into a small box. The box where boys act like boys. But whenever we were together, I allowed my brother to be as big as he wanted to be. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We would dance and sing. My brother is grown. He's a full-grown man right now, and he is very gay (laughs) and handsome and confident. And I am going to pat myself on the back a little bit for that. Anyways, I'm, I'm here again, 43 years old, trying to create some kind of space that is big enough for my children to feel R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Thank you.